Welcome, 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 welcome to the RIP 28 Podcast. This is the RIP 28 Podcast. It's a podcast where a few friends get together and we talk about a few things. Now, some of those things you might like, some of those things you might not like, but we keep on talking about them on the RIP 28 Podcast. I am your humble host, Slotter Sports Guy, joined by a few of my good friends. And as always, we start off with the president. What's going on, El Presidente? Hey, what's going on, fellas? Been a been a minute. Been about maybe one two weeks since I last got on with you guys. And uh, just to be uh, correct, you know, a few is three. So we got a couple of your friends actually. It's a couple. <laughs> well, whatever, man. It's it's all good, man. It, it's it's all good. Well, check this out. What's going on, Charleston Brown? <laughs> Charleston, Charleston Brown. Charleston Brown, baby, here to tell nothing but the truth. So help me, God. Man, I'm telling you, I'll tell you, hopefully you keep it real and keep it funky just like Charleston. That's all keep I know, it. man. That's all I know, man. You know it's your boy Beezy the Great. Excuse me. You know it's your boy Beezy the Goat, a.k.a. Charleston Brown, a.k.a. your favorite coach, favorite coach. Let's get this thing started and speak the truth, the truth, man. Man, Charleston White, you know, that's like a, a, a local, um, he, he a fan favorite of this podcast, man. Uh, we was talking about Charleston a little bit earlier. For the people who don't really know, Charleston is an internet guy who um, is his alter ego. And and he says some things that's rough now. Charleston rough. <laughs> Charleston rough. But if you stick around and you listen long enough to what Charleston's saying, he always bring it back around, man. He bring it back around. He started off, man, them first them first two, three minutes, you'd be like, man, this the biggest coon in the world. But then when he bring it back around, she'd be like, man, <laughs> preach, brother, preach. Charleston <laughs> White, man. Shout out to Charleston White. But, man, we doing enough talking about Charleston White, man. We need to talk about our show, man, where you can find us for everybody out there, man. Uh, with the RIP 28 podcast, man, we're on Twitter, Facebook. Uh, what's that? Apple, Apple iTunes or Apple Podcasts. We're on YouTube, Spotify. Uh, Pod Bay, Pod Bean, Anchor, all of that. Google Podcast, Instagram, man. There's no reason not to follow us. Just put it like that, Sly. Is if, if you can listen to a podcast there, guess what? You can find the Rip Twenty Eight podcast there as well. I'm so go ahead and listen to your favorite show. Favorite show. Everywhere, man. Everywhere. Everywhere, man. Everywhere you trying to check out a podcast, that's where we at, man. That's where we at. Everywhere you want to check out a podcast, we are there. We are there. So, so check this out, man. Um, a lot going on. What we want to do, man? We're gonna jump into this thing real quick, man. I got something on my face, man. Look, uh, knock that out. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. We won't say what it is, but you know, we'll keep my, it funky. We appreciate it. <laughs> was, was it dried up? Was it dried? <laughs> we, we, we appreciate hey, it. You remember what I told you earlier? I called you on the phone and told you. Uh-huh. Oh Lord, they might be talking shit about me behind my back, no, man. No, no, I'm about to, I'm about to put you on game. Shout out, shout out to Gerard, Gerard Aiken, Gerard Aiken in the comments, man. We see you out there, brother. Man, good to have you with us, man. Good to have you with us. Young Aiken, what up, brother? Man, we might get. Aiken, we might need you to help us out for a second, man. If I can figure out how to bring this thing back up, man. I can't figure out how to bring everything up. Oh, but I, I can't bring it up. Um, we had a listener letter, man. You know, we got a lot of people watch the show, listen to the show. 
But this time we had somebody call in. And this had somebody wanted to call in and wanted to get some help from us. And what we do, man, what we do on the Rip 28 podcast, man, shit, we help folk out, man. Oh, I see what Bron said. <laughs> I just, Bron put what he was talking about in the comments. You nasty, yeah, nasty boy. Uh, we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about that subject one day on on another show. Another show. We're gonna another, 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 another show. show. We're gonna we're gonna talk about that one. <laughs> but check this out, man. Let's get uh, let's jump into this listener letter, man. Here we go. Here we go. Hi, fellas. I love the show. I love the advice that you give. I love the fact that you guys are honest and upfront and give your true opinions. Well, I have a question for you. I hope that you can help me out. I've been dating this guy for a little over a year now. Things are going great, and we can both see a future together. We have even discussed being together, but here's the dilemma. His lease is about to end on his apartment, and I have been throwing hints to him about moving in. (laughs) He's spoken like he might want to do it, but he hasn't said he will do it. I have a really nice five-bedroom house. It is just me, my eight-year-old daughter, and 19-year-old college son. He lives in a two-bedroom apartment with his 10-year-old son part-time. So if he moves in, he will have plenty of room. My question is, should I ask him? My question is, should I come out and just ask him, or should I wait for him to make the move and ask me? Fellas, fellas, what what, what what's yeah. going on with this right here, man? What what should this uh this young lady do? That's an interesting one there. If he ain't said nothing yet, I guess he ain't got no plans on doing it. <laughs> so it's like, you know, I I wonder how old they are because, uh, you know, he may be used to his own space. He don't want to come live with nobody. He may be, uh, you know, independent dude, uh, a proud guy. He didn't want to move in with, with with his girl. You know, she got a five-bedroom. Like, who got a five-bedroom house and she only got two kids? I, I don't know. That's, that's a bit. But uh, I don't think. I don't think she should ask because that's gonna put that pressure on him and their relationship. I, I would say, um, as a as if he was serious, serious about her, and it's a serious relationship, I would um, look at the idea of maybe getting something new, as opposed to moving in with her, because it that may be, for lack of a better term, a hit to his pride. Cause it mm-hmm. felt like he couldn't get it done on his own. He needed, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I to me, I yeah. would, I would prefer her suggest that as opposed to me and my son moving in with her and her kid. And, and she shouldn't feel bad about that because there's a whole bunch of bum dudes that's gonna come live with her and not want to pay no bills, move up off of her. So the fact that he ain't trying to do that is probably a good sign. You know what I mean? It's a whole bunch yeah. of uh, what they call them hobosexuals out there. <laughs> a, lot of, <laughs> a lot of them hobosexuals. Now this is this is this is tricky. This is tricky, man. Um, we giving this lady, you know, you you getting advice from the from the male point of view. Now I don't know how, how women think, but but we're gonna tell you what we think. And it's a it's a tricky situation. And the reason for it, it's a couple of things that go together before y'all talk about moving in before y'all move in there's a couple of things y'all gotta talk about the main thing is finances i understand being in love i understand caring and wanting and loving the person you're with but have y'all had a real talk about finances how about how you how you gonna split up these bills who gonna pay who gonna pay if if, if y'all gonna have a a, 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 a 
a situation mm-hmm. where he pay all the bills and, and you and you and you don't pay nothing or do y'all pay the bills 50 50 or since he moving into your place you building up equity in the house and anything go wrong he don't get nothing when he get out so does he have to pay the bills i mean it's a lot of ifs ands and buts to it and then it's you say y'all pretty serious so you got to figure out how serious are you are y'all serious in the terms of maybe getting married you know uh, do y'all think y'all gonna get get married and if y'all to the point where y'all might get married um you know what are we because see here go the thing obviously if you're staying in this five-bedroom house by yourself being the only person you can afford it and you've been affording it for however long you've been there you know you've been taking care of the bills and you've been doing everything yourself he's staying in his two-bedroom apartment i guess you know with him and his kid and he can afford that he can afford it so when y'all both come together if y'all come together the way y'all supposed to and come together financially now y'all will have a surplus y'all should have a surplus but the thing is, y'all have to sit down and figure out what y'all going to do with this surplus. How will y'all have this surplus? Are y'all going to treat it like a roommate situation where both y'all just pay 50-50 on everything? You know, um, y'all got y'all probably got separate car insurance. Well, y'all definitely got separate car insurance now. Y'all ain't married, so each one of y'all going to have to pay your own car insurance. You know, you don't have to pay your own car pay. It's a lot of little bills, man, and I keep – I'm harping on money because that's that's the major issue. Ain't got shit to do with love. <laughs> it's money. What love got to do with it? <laughs> what love got to do with it, man? Mar- marriage is a business. A lot of people say marriage ain't no business, man. Marriage is based on love, but that's incorrect. Marriage is, is a business. Because if you think marriage is based on love, go to divorce court. Don't nobody say, <laughs> I want him to love me two times a month. I want him to give me a hug once a week. <laughs> that motherfucker say I want my money every month. You know what I'm saying? I want that spousal support every month, man. Man, marriage. That's the first thing they tell you when you go to marriage counseling. The number one reason for divorce is finances. So I'm with you on that. Like you got to be able to um, uh, agree financially, man. Because when it comes to bills, I can't account for somebody else's money. I can't count her pocket. She can't count my pocket. So um, the best thing to do is be upfront. If you can't handle that, let her know. Like, hey, look, now we moving into this house. I got enough to take care of X, Y, and Z. And and, and I think they both need to be um, honest. Uh, we got a comment from one of our listeners, Mr. Aiken. I think he's trying to wait for her to ask but he should have himself together on that end. That's a sensitive spot when he don't ante up when those bills need to be paid. I promise that relationship was sour, that relationship was sour quickly. Got to have those finances together, at least from his end. Y'all make, hey, you make a good point, uh, Gerard, because uh, his two-bedroom apartment uh, might not even be half of that five-bedroom apartment. Y'all know how that uh, mortgage don't went up now. Like, oh yeah, sell this house to buy a house, man. Whatever you pay, like say you bought a house for two hundred thousand, that's a four fifty now. <laughs> you know, that's what twenty five hundred a month or something like that. And he might have been paying nine hundred, eight hundred. So you know, even half of that might be stretching him. You know, some ways that he ain't really 
ready to be stretched. Shit, I, mean. I won't find out where he paying 900 800 for a two-bedroom apartment. I need to move there. Shit. But the crazy thing is you better be upfront about it because you don't want to get in a situation like, um, like hey, Tasha Jones, like um, Gerard Aiken said, you get in there, man, and you can't any up when the bills do. Or and then she gonna look at you and say, "If if I slip, you better have my back." Mm-hmm. So that's that's a lot. So I think you just need to be honest up front and say, "Look, this is what I can afford. Plus, I have to take care of my son. So if we if you if if that's something that you can work with, then we can go on or however y'all work it out." But it's hard, with finances, and see man. see here go here goes something here goes something else now this this. We don't have a lot of information. We're missing out a lot in this letter. And the main thing we're missing out is... The numbers on them checks. The numbers on them <laughs> checks. The numbers on them checks. Because you got to look at this dude. The, the dude got a 10-year-old son. You don't know if the dude... Um, and she said on the, the letter, she said part-time. So I'm guessing he got joint custody or something, maybe... With it, with well, his frequent visitation, a frequent visitation. So, mm-hmm. you know, you don't know if the dude is divorced. Um, you don't uh, know if, if he's separated, divorced, separated. I mean, well, he, if they don't been together a year, I'm, I'm hoping that he would be. Well, don't least. be hoping because you know how it go. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, well let, and let's, the baby, if the baby mama gonna let the kid come over, to house. Yeah, 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 you could have that. Could have the crazy baby mama situation. Crazy, you know. You don't know if the uh, the baby mama want to, you know, allow the allow the kid to move in somewhere else. Like, I don't know that. Huh? But let's go here. Let's <laughs> give them, let's give them best case scenario. Let's give them best. Case. Let's say dude making money, but you know that that two bedroom apartment was all he needed after divorce. So he don't have a house. He just got a two bedroom apartment. The one thing I advise her. I tell her she needs to sit down and have a real conversation with a pen and paper in hand, a pen and paper in hand, sit down, figure out how much you get every check, every check you bring home 2,500, every check. That's what you bring home. Let's write this 2,500 on top. Every check I bring home 2,500. Let's write this 2,500 on top. You know, and now let's go and write down every bill we have. If we move in, every I'm talking about all the way down to the goddamn Netflix bill. I'm talking about everything. You just write it all down. You write all that down, one bill, and see, can we do this together? If y'all think that y'all can do this together, go ahead and do it. Go ahead and do it. What you what you saying it what you saying it like that 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 made me look think a little bit different. All right, so the only the only way you gonna get together is if y'all can afford it. Mm-hmm. There is something that's love in my opinion because you know like some people get married when they broke. You know what I'm saying? But they make it work as time goes on. You know you gotta have a plan. It, it ain't necessarily that we come both of us come into this situation rich or not not even saying rich but able to you know support on our own because apparently they they can support on their own right now but uh i don't think 
that you have to necessarily say, all right, only if we uh, got this money, we can move in together. Not well, when, when you said it like that, that just made me think that way. Well, my thing is, my thing is, I think the only way they can move in together is they have a financial plan. Okay. I think they, they have to have a financial plan. And this is for all our listeners, man, not just this person, this letter. They have to have a financial plan because if they don't have a sound financial plan and they're all together on one accord, why the marriage is in? Most marriages end because of finances. A lot of people say because of infidelity, but that's not true. Statistically speaking, most marriages end because of finances. And so if they don't have their finances together. Yes, sir. That's going to that's gonna cause a problem. It's, it's going to be a big problem. Because you got to think, you got kids involved. Mm-hmm. What if those kids play sports? What yep. if those kids are in extracurricular activity? The mm-hmm. gas, the, 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 the cost of gas is going up. You have to travel more. The cost of food is going up. Clothes, shoes. It's just more than just household bills. You may be able to take care of the household bills. But then comes the, 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 the auxiliary stuff. Like you said, Netflix, like you, your extracurricular activities, date nights, the kids wanting to be kids and go to the movies or to the mall or whatever kids do now. So it, it's a lot that goes into it that goes outside of the household. Yeah. It ain't just household stuff. Yeah, now, and now what you said, they got kids moving together. So you're moving kids, kids in together also. So it's like, it ain't like, you know, I'm just with her. I got her kids, so he got a 19-year-old college kid, and then another eight-year-old girl, he bring his son in half the time. You know, you got to make that situation right also, you know. That's, man, uh, they like brothers and sisters now, you know. Man, check yeah. this out. Check this out, man. Court court and Session and, and Natasha Jones, they might be related, but they came and dropped this comment in, in the comment section. They was like, uh, Natasha said the underlying issue whether finance is, well, whether finance or infidelity is communication. And then court said, finance is it in the issue. It's the dis- dishonesty and pride surrounding finances. So basically, I guess what they're saying is you got to talk. <laughs> you got to well, talk. We just said that. We yeah. just, we, well, I know he, y'all smart. I know y'all ladies smart, but we said that too. So don't be, no, I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. But you gotta be honest and communicate, man. Because if you can't, if you can't afford it, it ain't the time to get in a five bedroom house with kids depending on you, and the bills due, and to say, hey, I ain't gonna be able to make that mortgage this month. Uh, well, <laughs> I ain't I mean, gonna be able to pay them taxes. Uh, you gotta communicate. Apparently, they paying two separate rent and mortgage right now, so yeah. they will be able to afford it. It's, it's just that how you gonna how you gonna make this work though, like. Who paying what? Who exactly. Doing it? Who doing it? Exactly. See, I see. I agree with Chance because because the rent and mortgage, both of them are already being paid. She she's not writing a letter saying the dude about to get kicked out of his place. That that's what she's not saying. She's and she's taking care of her bills. So I'm guessing, you know, what I'm saying they're both financially stable at the moment. They're both financially stable, but the question is when they move in together. Who pays what? You know, how is that household ran? And yeah. I see that, but my what I'm what I'm saying is I know that's what I'm saying. The household bills ain't the problem. I'm talking about the other stuff is how you gonna handle it 
with the kid. Like she said, he only have his kid part time. Mm-hmm. Is he gonna pay part part? Sometimes he gonna pay, sometimes he not. So like you like it has to be a plan in place. Yeah. Which is communicate. I know they can pay the bills, the 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 household bills. I get that because they they're doing it in separate places. But it's more to it than <laughs> just the household bills. Somebody made a little enough comment about slide by side chick. Uh-oh. Who say that now? Read it, Chance. Court session says, slide, tell your side chick, you got to stop paying her rent because you got to pay the mortgage and you'll be fine. <laughs> court, court, I'm rich. I got it. <laughs> I, I got it. The side chick still going to eat, too. Everybody going to eat. You know what I'm saying? Everybody going to eat. Everybody going to eat. Come Everybody going to eat. But, uh, but but this, but um, I guess I guess the girl, her thing is, you know, she wants information on should she ask him to move in. Um, somebody said, oh, Tasha said it takes a real secure man to move in with a lady. Now that's that's a fact. That's definitely a fact. That's a fact because because here's the thing: women are temperamental. Some people say crazy. I won't say crazy. I would say unstable, unstable creature. <laughs> what my man That's say? P, P off a baby boy. Unstable I creature. I ain't gonna call it no B. I ain't gonna call it no B. They just some unstable creatures. But uh, and the thing is, man, when you move in, if you move in with a girl, um, and she <laughs> she get fed up with you, you, you gotta go. And and now that was that was that was gonna be my point. Well, you're giving up a lot, boy. You asking her to be very mature, mm-hmm. very you- mature, very mature on the situation because you giving up whether it's a two bedroom or one bedroom. That's stability. And this is this is a grown folk thing. This is a grown. You have to take what I'm about to say is strictly for the grown ups. And this is what I mean. You're gonna have to take your feelings and emotions out of what I'm about to say. And think about this from a business standpoint. So I know it's going to be hard for a lot of you women, but I want y'all to do it. Um, If this guy was to move in, what that woman needs to allow him, because he's moving into her place. He has no equity, no nothing in her place. She needs to allow him for the first month or two months or whatever to build up I'm guessing $2,000, $3,000. Have $3,000. And you take this $3,000, and that needs to be, we need to create a brand new bank account for you to put $3,000 in a bank account for you. And you cannot touch this $3,000. That is a just-in-case bank account. That is the just-in-case we don't work out, and I need you to get the fuck up out my house. You have $3,000 to go and get you your own place to put your first month, your security deposit, and your last month on your new, on your new, um, your, your new apartment or wherever you're going to go. Now, a lot of people go, why would I let this motherfucker build up $3,000? Or that's just, or you just planning for us to break up. You plan, no, this is a grown up. This is a, a a rational thinking business decision. You you need and here go the thing. What if y'all get married? If y'all get married, then the house half is anyway. 
You know what I'm saying? Now y'all together, y'all done made a full commitment. So you take that $3,000, you done built up a little bit of interest on that $3,000. Y'all take that $3,000 and go on fucking vacation. You know what I'm saying? As a man, I'm not, I can't move in with a a woman like, it's just, I I don't, I don't know, man. That, that, that would be real tough. That would be real, a real tough thing, man. And we have to be married. I, I, we would have to be getting married soon. It couldn't be we boyfriend and girlfriend and yeah, I just got this $3,000. Yeah. This $3,000 just sitting there. I don't care about that $3,000. I, I would rather us different. have some kind of a, a much more of a commitment, more stability in this thing than just boyfriend and girlfriend. Because that's too easy. Get out. I don't want you around here no more. And And I already know that I can live without you because I've been doing it for X amount of years. So it ain't like you brought something that I didn't have. Yeah, yeah. Sly, you said whatever you said, ain't nobody gonna do that. Well, <laughs> I mean, but, that, I mean, I understand what you're saying, but they ain't, that ain't gonna happen. But my my thing is, my thing is is okay. You you want to hope for the best. But you got to plan. You got to be prepared for the worst. For the worst. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You you want to hope for the best, but be prepared for the worst. And the thing is, the worst is if you break up. If you break up, if it does not happen, it don't work out, and you tell this man to leave, you know, whatever financial plan y'all set up, you know, he's paying the bills, you paying the bills, whoever paying the bills, <laughs> you expect him to leave and you know, let's say y'all been together for, for for eight months. Y'all been together for a year, living together, and it don't work out. You put him out, what he's supposed to do? He can't go no way. Because everything he has is tied up with you. It's tied up with you. So what are you going to do? But once again, it comes down to strong financial plan and moving in together because – if they move in together, let's say, like I say, both of them making money, both of them doing all right, both of them, both of them doing all right, and they move in together, they should automatically be saving money to start off with. They should automatic, they should be putting that money to the side, and both of them building up money because they're not paying because their bills done went down. They got somebody helping them with the bills. Their bills done went down, so. Um, I don't recommend moving in as boyfriend and girlfriend. Not as boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah, you know, most people move together so they can help each other with bills, but they don't have that problem. But if they need, like you say, unless y'all are planning to be engaged or whatever, keep it where you at. I don't know, I don't know what side of town they live on, but it would take four to five. Like, if you live in Atlanta, it might take an hour to get to the other side of town. Almost. But if you're in Columbia... 15 minutes away. Mm-hmm. Keep it like it is. Keep the cover steady. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's not secure, Court. That's really not secure. That can flip and kick you out. That's not secure at all. Mm-hmm. So, so what's our advice for this young lady, man? What's what's should she ask him or should she wait on him to make him make that decision? Let no, him no. make that decision. That's yeah. like asking a man to marry you. That's almost equivalent, asking a man, because mm-hmm. what's after that? What's after you moving in? You ain't just going to be boyfriend and girlfriend to help her pay the house off. 
and then she really kick you out. So <laughs> hopefully it should be um it should be marriage. Yeah. Is the next, you know, the next step in that progress process. She did. And the letter didn't say they were together for a year. Yeah, she said a little over a year. Yeah, they probably need to, they probably need to be together a little longer and make some type of commitment first before they make that jump. Hey, um, um, Natasha said, "Hell no, don't ask." Yeah, like I said, she shouldn't ask. Hey, he, yeah, I, if, if, if that's what he want to do, like because because you know some guys, if uh, she asks, he gonna be like, he might say yeah, but he don't really want to do it. Yeah, you know what I mean, because mm-hmm. <laughs> y'all want y'all want to lose it. Uh, yeah, yeah, because he say yeah, he might say yeah out of fear of her being rejected if if you know if she if he don't say yeah and he might not be ready. So my my advice is just be chill, just be chill. Don't be so pressed to get him to move in. Y'all can have these conversations. You know what I'm saying? Wait till he resign his lease. When he resign his lease and he gonna be in his place for another year. Then y'all had this conversation, had a conversation about, you know, moving in about what it would be like if we moved in, how would finances work if we moved in, had that conversation then after he resigns his lease, because he might say some shit that you don't want to hear. He might come out and say, well, if I move in, you're going to just keep paying the bills and I'm just going to give you some money. You know, I'm just stack my money up because it's your house. He might feel that way. Hey. And, and that ain't who you want. So, she some, like she has somebody cut the grass. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> cut the grass and mount TV. But um, Courtney had a girl. She said she needs to get a life super um, desperate to hint to a man about moving in with you and your kids. See, that's, the, that's where I agree with her a lot. You already got kids. Um, I don't know if you have a daughter or what. I wouldn't be so so quick to move somebody in with my kid, whether it's a woman moving in with me or that woman moving a man in. Um, well, she I said, just couldn't do it. He said an eight-year-old daughter and a 19-year-old yeah, college son. So, uh, I'm, so I'm guessing uh, the 19-year-old college son don't stay with them or maybe he stay part-time. Yeah, but definitely nah. the the eight year old daughter stay with her. Nah, nah, I'm good. I'm so, good. So yeah, I would definitely tell her nah. Yeah, just you, you might want to wait that one out. You might want to wait that one out. See, but definitely had a conversation with him. You gotta have a conversation with him, um, and see how finances will work. You know, but don't don't ask him when he ready. He ready to make that move. Um, yeah, make it. He'll make that move, and then then y'all will be good. Y'all will be good. Everybody will be happy. Everything everything will work out for the better. For the better, you won't have to go and ask for money or, or borrow money. But like, um, but speaking of borrowing money, you know, you can always hit us up on our cash app. Now, you know, you can hit us up at our dollar sign rip twenty eight podcast. We, sure. we 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 accept money on the cash app. You know, keep. Trying to go on that war tour. Yeah, it Trying is. To let us know how much you care about us through that cash app. Let us know. Let us know. <laughs> but you know what? This conversation 
Oh, we see we see you, Penelope. We see you jumping in. We got something else going on. Um, check this out. Something else uh, that was talked about, kind of kind of somewhat ties into this letter, was talking about marriage. Um, and the question was, when do you get married? Um, you know, uh, we got you know me and LeBron both both done being divorced. Chance being married, almost twenty years. Bro, uh, why you always? Why you just say? Just speak for you. Okay. You I, keep okay. okay. My bad. My bad. I, I'm divorced. <laughs> LeBron ain't. So we don't, so we don't know what LeBron is. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know what LeBron is. But, but the que- the question is: is when do you get married? And do you get married at a young age? When I say young age, uh, under twenty two under 22, 18 to 22, or is it better for you to get married at a older age? And let's say, you know, late thirties, late thirties, early forties, you know, what are the pros and cons to that? Now we, we talked about it, I guess, uh, pros and cons at a 18, 19, 20 years old is neither one of y'all have anything. And you know you you hadn't experienced anything yet. No life experiences. No, no life, life experiences. No no life experiences. Now nah, she had she had Boulet. Of course, of course, said Chan's wife is gonna be getting us together. <laughs> gonna be in these comments getting us together. You already know. Yeah, uh, but um, uh, what were we saying at, at 18, 19, 20? Do you want to get is is it is it better you think change now you got married young how old was you when you got married chance I was twenty four so I'm in between both of those you know so I went too young went too old I guess but but the thing is we've been together you know years before that also so but it's like um we we kind of talking about this a little bit earlier like you know when you're young you grow you can either it's it's two ways this thing can go you can either grow apart or you can grow up together. So it's just about how you handle that situation. Because if you if you say I'm in it for the long run, you know, everybody changed. Like I am but forty two now. I'm definitely not the same person I was when I was twenty four. You know what I mean? But she ain't the same person she was when she was twenty four. But we had to kinda of learn each other and keep on building on that instead of like uh, you know, all right, I like doing this, you like doing that, then as time goes on, you spread apart. So it can go both ways on that situation. And then we talk about getting married at an older age. Like, Brian, you stay in the house. You do what you do at your house. But then you and somebody else that's 40 years old who've been living by themselves for, you know, 20 years, they, get, they do what they do at their house too. And it's just like, that can be a clash also. So it's always, it's compromise all the way around. Yeah, I say it's, it depends on the maturity level and the maturity of the relationship. It's hard to say. It's hard to say when when you reach that point to when you're ready because it happens differently for different people and in different relationships. Because you know, it's at you know at 22, 23, some people does have some people do have those life experiences that may be able to translate to being married. Some may not. It's like um, I think Penelope said, it depends on your upbringing. Some people are expected to have more expectation and responsibility at a younger age. It, I, I just think it's a maturity thing. 
I don't think it's a um it's a, a definite answer. Well, my thing is, man, I think like the the negative of the con about getting married while younger is, you know, you might think you're in love. You might think you're in love at, at, at 18, 19, and you realize you don't know what love is, man. You don't have no experience. You don't know nothing about the world. You know, you just married this, you know, your first piece of ass, basically, you know. Um, but the the risk is y'all might be perfect at 18 and 19, but as you grow up, you start to experience things, you grow apart. You know, yep, that's it. You grow apart and you spread out. And, and one thing, one thing, you know, y'all might wake up one day, you know, eight, nine years later and realize y'all don't have shit in common. Y'all don't have nothing in common but these kids that y'all got. You know what I'm saying? Now, that's a con. That's a con. Now, um, if you were wise, you know, if you, you know, you would try to learn and experience things with your wife or with your husband, and that would kind of keep y'all together as y'all are growing. Y'all would try, you know, similar things as you're growing. But the the positive, I guess, about getting married at a later stage, your late 30s, early 40s, is you know what you like. You know who you are. You know the type of person you are. So when you're out there looking, you're looking for that person like you, who has similar interests, who has similar things that you like to do. You know, make it harder that that uh that that pool. Ooh, that get, pool. It, 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 it used to be a, a Olympic size swimming pool. <laughs> now, now it's one of the little kiddie pools in the backyard. Not a, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Hey, we got a home. We got a homeboy that uh he don't cut the AC on in the summertime. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I don't know too many women going to deal with that. Hey, so that's a compromise. And and he he perfectly happy. He he cool with it, not turning the AC on in Atlanta in the summer. Hey, but the crazy, but but you know what? We talk about people grow apart, but we also got to think one partner may be still may be growing, and the other one may be stagnant. So that mm-hmm. could ruin the relationship too. That may be one reason that you don't stay married long or or the marriage or you never get to that point because one one of the partners is still growing and the other one has become stagnant and there's no growth. And, and another thing, I guess the negative about getting married at at 40, you know, you were talking about that that pool getting smaller. Also the fact of, of being stagnant and growing, a lot of times you you're mentally where you are mentally mature whatever you, you're pretty much where you are at 40 you know you ain't gonna get that much more mature at 40 but the thing is you, you're set in your ways you're set in your ways this is my house i like to have the ac on 72 well now nah, i want my ac on 76 you know what i'm saying it, it, it's certain things it, it's if you're set in your ways at that point in time that can make it extra hard to find somebody at that that late of age because you are setting your ways. You know exactly what you want. So I, I don't know, man. And then then it also comes into the fact of kids too. It it comes into the fact of kids. Um, let's say if you're in your late forties or whatever, and you don't have any children yet, you you don't have any children, and you want to have children, you want to have kids and experience that childbirth. Um, 
you get into the danger zone of pregnancy with women. Um, the older you are, once once a woman hits hits uh, 35, I think, that's when the, the danger zone starts to increase of pregnancy. Now, I'm not, y'all going to say, well, I had a baby at 48. You know, of course, you can have babies at later later ages in life. But the thing is, it's a lot more dangerous, I guess. It's the risk. It's the, the risk, risk factor, you know, of, of having that baby at that later stage in your life. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, Tasha said you start giving less of a damn what people think. Yeah, that is true. That's true. You start giving less of a damn. The older you get, you give less of a damn what people say. So it, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's a perfect age, man. It, it ain't no it's perfect not. age, man. Um, when you're dealing with two people with two different personalities and two way, two different ways of thinking. There's no easy way or no set date or set time. You can say, Sly, you should be married at 25, Chance, you 24, and Braun, you should be married at 30-something. You, it's, it's hard to put a, a time limit on that thing, man. Yeah, you, you can. You just got to have the right, right mind frame that uh, if I'm be married, it's, I'm in this night for a long haul. For a long haul, yeah. Good, good or bad or whatever, because... Uh, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be bad all the time. You know, you gotta you gotta fight through it and, and work through it. And in your case, a whole lot of ugly. <laughs> <laughs> you got the good, the bad, and a whole lot of ugly. But no, nah, you're right though. It's it's gonna be roller coasters ups and up ups and downs, and you just gotta stick it out, man. And you know, I th- I guess that's easy to say now that me and Sly are divorced. But, you know, next time I get married, I, I kind of know what to look for, the warning signs. Oh, man, why you going to put my business out there? Why you going to put my <laughs> business out there? You know, I don't know. Well, for me, I'm divorced. I don't know about Sly. Nobody knows where he is. Nobody knows what's going on with him. Yeah. I don't know, man. What's up, podcast world? This is BZ the Great, the educator's educator from the RIP28 podcast. I would like to take a moment to tell you about Unique Smiles by Tony, the ultimate one-stop shop for your teeth whitening services. They offer many services for your teeth beautifying experience. Unique Smiles by Tony offers teeth whitening, gum detox, lip treatments, and even tooth gems. Go to www.uniquesmilesbytony.com to see all the services offered. Or you can give her a call at 470-707-5556 to book your appointments. While you're there, check out some of the products that she has to offer in her shop. The unique lip balm, electric and sonic toothbrushes, unique smiles, charcoal toothpaste, teeth whitening gel, and many more exciting products. Set your appointments up online or give her a call at 470-707-5556. That's 470-707-5556. Unique Smiles by Tony. But it, it, it's, it's an interesting thought process, though. What what do you do? When, when do you do it? When do you get married, man? Um, 
And, and it's funny thing, kind of branch off on that, man. We had a classmate of mine. Um, she had her child at a, at a young age. We were still in high school. She had a child. And this was about five, six years ago, man. I went out on a random Tuesday night, man. I went to a little bar to watch the game, get me a drink. And I seen her sitting in the bar. And I'm like, what are you doing in Atlanta on a random Tuesday night? I say, who watching your baby? And she like, she looked at me like I was crazy. She say, who watching my baby? I'm like, I'm like, your child, what the hell are you doing in Atlanta on a Tuesday night? Who watching your child? She said, my daughter is 21 years old. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. And I was like, oh, wow, that okay. And then she said, she said something that hit me kind of, kind of funny. She was like, wow, y'all was out in y'all early 20s and, you know, early 30s, uh, wilding out, having fun. I was at home being a mother, taking care of my child. And now I'm in my late 30s. My child is grown. I'm established in my career. I have grown folk money coming in. I can go and do grown folk things while I'm still young. Whereas now y'all have kids. Y'all need to sit y'all at home. Take care of them kids when y'all have real money. Y'all sitting at home taking care of them kids. It kind of made me think about that. I said, wow, that's, that's an interesting way to think. That's an interesting way to put that. Because, you know, I, I ain't had my first kid till I was 30. You know? So, so it, it's an interesting way. Yeah, it's an interesting way to think about that. I never thought about it. I always and thought. And she right. She right. Now I'm spending all my time at track meets and baseball games. She flying to Italy, basketball games. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I, I thought, I thought that was interesting. You know, when that that bring up the question: When you want to have them babies? Do you want to have them babies early, or you want to have them late? Well, yeah. Looking back at it now, I, I should have had mine right out of high school. Oh, ski ski, goddamn! But, <laughs> but you know what? I think I, I enjoy. I enjoyed my 20s. I enjoyed the fuck out of my 20s, man. I got to see the world. You know what I'm saying? I got to travel overseas, man. I got to have sex with random bitches. I, man, I, I enjoyed the fuck out of my 20s. I had a great 20s. And then when I was in my 30s, I had my son, and I I slowed down. I slowed down. So so I I, I think I think I did it right. I think I did it right waiting wait until I was 30 to have my kid. Hey, Chan, Sly said he was hitting them six at a time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but, you know, that, that do make a good point because, uh, you know, that I love playing ball in college or whatever. You know, I, I, I talk to a lot of people about the same situation about, you know, playing sports or football or basketball or whatever. So, you know, we had a good time in college, you know, while not doing what we do. You know, if we kind of would have maybe uh, been a little more focused and handled our business at that time, we would have had way more money, you know, <laughs> you know, at an older age than really been able to kick it. You know, I was like, we, we had a great time in, at a, in our 20s, but, you know, we had $50 in our pocket. Mm. You, know, <laughs> you know, I mean, the, We'd have my business at, at some point in time. You know, I ain't, I ain't saying any of us would have made it to the league, but, you know, I thought I might have had an opportunity. But I'd had, instead of $50, I'd have had uh, you know, $50,000. You know, 
it's a it's always a catch twenty two uh, a little different from that thing. So. Well, I mean that that's real interesting, man. It's funny you talking about have fifty dollars in your pocket and, and moved around, man. I, I I think back, man, to them days. You know what I'm saying? We ain't had no cash. You know what I'm saying? We go down the bike week or some shit like that. Six of us in a room. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Loving life, man. Loving life with no money. No money, man. And broke as a joke. Broke as a joke, but still. Hey, that was them financial skills. That was them financial skills we was talking hey, about. But ten dollars <laughs> ten ten dollars of gas money was was, was straight back then. Yep. <laughs> yeah, ten dollars hey. to take you a long way. Especially with them highway miles. You ain't got that stop and go. (laughs) I don't know, but I'm glad I was team pull out in the 20s. So it it worked out. It worked out for me being being team pull out. Hey, I'm Jay Little, the owner of Ford Counseling and Consulting. We're a consulting and coaching firm who believes in the TLC method, truth, love, and community. Whether coaching corporate clients, individual clients, or engaging individual counseling and group counseling, we believe that you can be more than what you are today by finding your truth, love, and community. You can reach us at www.4cc.net or give us a call at 803-457-5413. I'm just- Check this, man. Check this out, man. Speaking of our 20s and, and early on, man, you know what we like to do. We like to take a trip down the 90s block, man. We like to take a trip down the 90s block. And what we do on the 90s block, man, we like to find the issue, find something from the 90s that we can all reminisce on, and then we can just give our opinion on the 90s block. What we're going to do on the 90s block this time, we're going to talk about what would happen if they didn't get injured. If they didn't get hurt, who would have been the man? Grant Hill, Penny Hardaway, or Tracy McGrady? Any Penny. Who would have been the man if they didn't get hurt? Hey, man. Uh, I, I love all those guys, and they were great. They're, you know, either Hall of Famers or future Hall of Famers. But, dog, that boy Penny was different, man. That boy Penny, that boy young Penny Anthony Hardaway was real different, man. Yeah, I agree with you, man. You know, you a homer. I met I met Penny a few times, and uh, me and him graduated college together. Actually. But um, you know, he went to the University of Memphis, well, Memphis State. With him, but you know, I, I got to represent Penny, man. But I I seen that man do some things. I was like, boy, this boy, the next thing, real deal thing. Like he came straight out of college, dominate. Then they was it was it his second year, second year, third year when they beat the Bulls. In the playoffs, that was like his second year. A Michael Jordan less Bulls. Uh, he was playing. He played. No, Mike was playing. Oh, that okay. is right. That is forty-five. We don't. He we don't count for. We don't yeah. count forty-five. Hey, right, you on the court? You playing? Man, they had like Mike. Mike only played six years, dog, and after six years, he won the championship. Uh, man, Mike, played, Mike played like 13, 14, whatever years, dog. That yeah, is. Y'all stop. Y'all stop just counting them years. But Penny, man. Penny, I think Penny changed the whole culture. Because I remember one. Wait a minute. Wait a fuck. Hold on. Stop, 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 stop. Stop. This is some. 
We had to start the start the book. We had to start the presses right here. Court just said Sly is a slime and a gentleman at the same time, and it is scary. That is some bull. That is some fragonacca bull. Come on. Sounds like, sound like some truth. Sounds like facts. You know, that me. ain't my opinion. That ain't my opinion. I'm just talking about what the people talking about in the comment section. Kenny changed the culture, man. I remember being in high school and some of me and my teammates uh, was putting pennies in the bottom of our shoe. You know what I'm saying? Everybody wanted to be penny and, and have penny and all that. When Chris Rock was doing the voiceover and all that, man, ain't none of them other fellas did that but penny. Look here, man. I'm going to say, I'm going I'm to I'm disagree with y'all, man. I'm going to say the prototype. Grant Hill was the prototype. <laughs> Grant Hill was was the one. When Grant Hill came in the league, nobody could handle Grant Hill. Nobody could touch Grant Hill, man, because he was he was a big body guard, who a big body player who could do everything a guard could do, and he had the body to muscle up with you in the post too. You know what I'm saying? He was one of the first point, one of them big point forwards. Mm-hmm. You know, he's the, a true definition of, you know, a small forward, man. You know, a, a wing player. And, and that's the thing. Nobody could handle Grant Hill. When Grant Hill, pre-knee injury, leg injury, whatever Grant in, whatever injury he had, nobody, right. nobody could handle Grant Hill, man. That's facts. Yeah, but, that's facts. Grant Hill was true. forgetting Penny was just as big. More athletic than all, but the thing uh, was, the, the, he wasn't more boy. than the Grant Hill. Grant, oh, come on now, boy! You don't think Penny Hardaway? Grant hey. Hill? Are you crazy? Grant Hill was an athlete, bro. Grant yeah, Hill he was, but he wasn't an athlete. Penny was. Yeah, I think he was, bro. No, I, 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 I disagree. I, I think they were equally athletic, but I just no. like Penny. I just like Penny's style way more. You know what I'm saying? Now he out here coaching and uh. And, uh, hey, you a fan, man. We 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 talking facts. You talking fandom? I'm talking about I'm talking about Penny Hardaway. You, I thought you agreed with me. Now, now you talking about a fan? I'm huh? messing with you, man. I'm messing with you, dog. I'm, hey, Penny, Penny, but I'm going with out. Penny, dog. I'm going with Penny, dog. Penny, man. I don't know. Penny, if, if Penny, if Penny never got hurt, dog. A lot of these cats we talking about, we like that we talk about now. We might not have never heard of. And you know, you know, all three of them, we we we, we just left Tracy McGrady out. That yeah, we now too. That Tra- was the And Tracy, all of them gang, all of them gang would have translated when they got older because they could, like you said, they could post up, mm-hmm. whatever. So like you know, if they were playing guard or whatever in their prime, you know, when they slowed down a little bit, they still had the skills, you know, stick it out in the league at a, at an older age. Yeah, but T Mac just never got out the first round, dog. But my thing was, you never saw, you never saw Grant Hill first round. Well, you never saw Grant Hill before. You never saw a player like Grant Hill before. You saw Penny, Magic Johnson. What? Penny Penny is a more athletic Magic Johnson. No, they no. Penny was a more athletic Magic Johnson. No, no, no. Yeah, I think so. No. I'm sure he learned something from you know. That's how it goes with the generation. You know, yeah. you take some, you take some from everybody. But yeah, Grant but Hill, you, can, you can say the same thing about Grant Hill too. I mean, I, I think Grant Hill was more of a more of a Magic Johnson than Penny. 
Nah, bro. Nah. Yeah, the triple double, the passing ability. Magic was a dog, bro. All of them was dogs. That well, yeah. What we that ain't what we debating. <laughs> we debating whose skill set was more like. Was it Penny and Magic or Penny and Grant? That's a tough one, bro. It, it, yeah. It's a tough one. Which one? Which one? I tell you three. this right here. I wouldn't have been mad if I had to take Grant Hill to start my franchise, and I wouldn't have been mad to take Penny Hardaway to start my franchise. Yeah, no T Mac. I would. I don't think. I, I, I don't. Th- I wouldn't take T Mac. I, I, I wanted Grant and I Grant or T-Mac. Penny. You know, I seen. Uh, I went to a Grizzly game. T Mac was playing. That man made it look so effortless, though. Yeah, it was like it was like, are you even trying? But but it was like, can nobody stop him? Like you six ten, six nine, six ten, just pulling up mid range jumpers on everybody. It, it was like unstoppable. Though. But, but his, I, I, go ahead, Slaw. No, no. Here's the thing: I don't want anybody to take me just brushing off T Mac as a this to T Mac. Now T Mac was great. Don't get. I want everybody to understand he was that man. But when it come down to Grand Hill or Penny, eh, you know, I'm taking both of them over T Mac. You know. Yeah. yeah I agree. So, but but I gotta go with Penny. I, I can Ain't no other way I can go. <laughs> I, 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 I always see T Mac as a as a as a Robin instead of a Batman. Mm. To me. To me, in my opinion, he's always been a, a more of a, a a second second player than the 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 being his team ain't as good when he's the best player. And he's great, don't get me wrong. But I just feel like he he needed somebody else with him. Like when he was going to um Orlando when he had Grant Hill and they was talking about getting Tim Duncan too. I think we, that would have fit his skill set better. We start to see that in real life too, because you know KD is the man. Yeah. He cold, but but he, he can't, that, he's a he's a rock. Yeah, yeah, he can't do it by himself. You know, like like LeBron, that man took some scrub team dog and, and made what you call it a uh, lim, lemonade out of lemons or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, KD he he kind of struggled with him on the team by himself. See, that's how, I, how LeBron James felt. That's how I felt with y'all, man. Ooh. Just, just carrying you bums. Just carrying you. Mm. <laughs> hey, why we ain't get out the first round? <laughs> we did get out. We got out the first round. We got out the first round, T-Mac. Don't do that. <laughs> I'm, about say, I'm about to say, you ain't help us too much. <laughs> oh, man. But man. yeah, man. That's, that's, a, that's, 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 a, that's a good one, that Grant Hill or T-Mac. I mean, Grant Hill or Penny. Man, I check. see Tito Helper, my big cousin Tito Helper. Yeah, Tito, Tito, my who, big bro. Who, Tito, who would have been better, Tito, not getting hurt? Penny Hardaway or Grant Hill? We got to ask big bro Tito. Got to ask big bro. Man, in the, in, in the background, in the background, we showing on. Uh, we give a shout out, man. We love giving shout out to, <laughs> to our listeners and our viewers, man. Um, face-to-face beauty. Um she does a lot of, you know, let's say custom apparel and accessories. Um, take a look at some of her work, man. Follow her on Instagram. Make sure you follow on Instagram and stuff like that, man. She does a real good job, man, of T-shirts and all, all, the, little, all the type of stuff you need, man. Um, <laughs> get on Instagram, face, the number two, Face Boutique SC. 
Face to Face Boutique SC. Go and check out. Go and check out our Daquetta or Nikki. Check out Nikki and um, see all her stuff, man. She did a real nice design, a real nice T-shirt for us and a stuff lot of like shit that. Spelled boutique for the ones that can't see us. <laughs> oh my bad. I don't know. Hold on. Let me... Hey, he got to pull it back up to spell it this up. You're right. I got to. <laughs> I got to pull it back up. Make sure I spell it right, man. Face the number two. Face Boutique. That's B-O-U-T-I-Q-U-E-S-C. Make sure, make sure y'all follow her and check her out, man. Check her That's out. Right. Man, check this, man. It's getting close. It's getting about that time, man. We're going to have to end this thing, man. So uh, it's a question for you before we go. What's it up? Says, what's slide, why, why were you sucking in your stomach? That's from Big Bro Tito. Hey, man. <laughs> Hey man, I ain't to look here, look here, man. We, we won't tolerate that bullshit from 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 Tito, man. You know, from light skin, we, yeah, from light skin people, man. Tito, <laughs> he, you know what? Tito may be one of the few people I'm gonna take that from. I'm gonna take that from. You know, Tito. Um, I, when we growing up in my neighborhood, man, in my neighborhood, all the dudes I followed around was like uh, five and six years older than me. So I was like in the first or second grade. They was in the sixth, seventh grade, like that. And and Tito was one of my big brothers growing up, dude. I, dude, I always looked up to follow Tito around the neighborhood. Now, here go the thing. I was the little dude that, who who followed, who who they followed around. I mean, who who followed them around. And I was their little brother. I was all that. But as soon as them niggas got their driver's license, ain't none of them fuck with me no more. <laughs> ain't none of them mess with me no more. As soon as they got their driver's license and could get out of Dodge, I ain't seen them since. I ain't homie, you on your own, little homie. You on your own, little homie. Hey, probably a blessing. So <laughs> there you go. But that's my that's my big bro right there, Tito. So I I, I will I will take the slander from Tito, but that's it. Everybody Tito, else. put in the comments who you got, Grant Hill in his prime or Penny in his prime. Yeah, it is all love, man. Shout out to the shout out to the Bates and Helper family, man. Love all y'all, man. Love all y'all. Y'all know y'all my family. Good people, man. Tito, Tito, uh, Tito, Tito. Grandma ran, ran, ran the uh, neighborhood daycare for years, man. Miss Becky, Becky Bates. Man, she took care of a lot, a lot of kids, man. My little sister, shoot, my little sister was almost raised by that woman. You know what I'm saying? So, man, we got a lot of love for the Bates family. A lot of love for them. A lot of love. Ain't nothing but love. (laughs) That's why she turned out all right, because it was up to you, but she's been in trouble. <laughs> oh, well. Well, check, out, check this, man. We got to get out of here, you, man. I told you. See, we Tito got, don't really mess with you, man. We got Go ahead, keep going. We got any pardon shots, man? We got any pardon shots before we get out of here? What's up, Mr. President? It's hot out this mud, man. Make sure y'all hydrate. Uh, just started a uh, little football. Uh, my little CJ, my little Chance Jr. Hey, boy. That heat ain't no joke. Hey, stay hydrated out here because uh, we ain't uh, young like we There it is. <laughs> what about you, LBZ? Man, I just want to shout out to back in the day we talk about the 90s block. And when we were 20 years old, 21, I just want to shout out to those that are in my village, man. Like those like the Bates family, those like those uh, older generation that grew up in Roosevelt Village projects and uh, Riverview Terrace. Um, the Bates family, Tito, Tanzler, everybody, man. I just want to appreciate that. And let's get back to those days to where 
if you see a, uh, a child doing something wrong, that it's okay to correct them and keep them on the right path, man. Let's get back to those days, man. I used to be in love with Tansel. Wow. Long time ago. Long, 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 long. Don't get on my shout out and do that. Long time ago. Long time ago. Long time ago. Long, 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 long. Long. Well, check this out, man. This is a RIP 28 podcast. It's a podcast where a few friends get together and do a few things. Now, some of those things you might like, some of those things you might not like, but we're going to keep on talking about them on the RIP 28 podcast. We love you. We'll see you back next week. And shout out to all the teachers, all the teachers. Hot girl summer is over. Take your ass back to school and start writing down that lesson plan. We'll see you next week on the RIP 28 podcast. It ain't over. Bring it back to school. I'm ready. <laughs> there it is. <laughs>